0: Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for leaders in Christ's church. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you once more. Preaching from Mark 13 Phil Crowder concludes his sermon suggestions from this chapter. As we come to the closing verses of Mark chapter 13, we're considering verses 32 to 37. Phil Crowder is helping us again. So Phil, what title do you suggest for our sermon from
1: these verses? Be ready for Jesus.
0: That's a sort of a recurring
1: theme in a way, isn't it, throughout this? It is actually that the main point of the whole chapter, this is where Jesus has been heading Mm. in the whole of the chapter, If there's anything that you need to remember from this chapter, it's this, he wants us to be ready. And we've seen this, haven't we, already a number of times that he's telling his disciples to be ready for these terrible events of the year 70 when Jerusalem will be destroyed. But also at the same time, he's wanting all Christians to be ready for the end of the world. We've seen these two events in chapter 13. It's so important that we mustn't be too afraid when terrible things happen, that we keep trusting in Jesus and that we read the signs, that we know what to look for when Jesus really will return. But in these last verses of Mark 13, Jesus really brings home his point. He will come back and we need to be ready. Now you might like to look at Matthew's gospel because Jesus says a lot more about it in Matthew chapter 24 you could read verses 36 to 44 in Matthew 24 and also the whole of Matthew 25 he explains what it means to be ready for him and we'll see a little bit of that today so Derek could you read verses 32 to 37 for us please from Mark 13.
0: Yes, and the Lord Jesus is speaking again. He says, no one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back whether in the evening or at midnight or when the cock crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone,
1: watch. You can hardly miss the point, can you? Jesus says it again and again, to be on your guard, to keep watch, to watch. A couple of things that might puzzle you in that section. In verse 32, it says that not even Jesus knows the hour of his return. Jesus is God but while Jesus was on earth he didn't know everything like God and that's because he chose not to know everything so that he could be a real human too because of course humans don't know everything. So while Jesus was on earth he didn't know when he would return but he knows now. And in verse 36, what does it mean here? If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. Now, of course, we all need to sleep at night time. And so Jesus here is using sleep as a picture of our Christian lives. If we forget about Jesus, then we're asleep. Or if we make things in this life too important, then we're sleeping. If we are lazy for God, then we're asleep. So when Jesus returns, he mustn't find us asleep in that way, even if it is nighttime and we are physically asleep.
0: And again, that's a very searching point, isn't it? That we need to be really walking with the Lord every day.
1: Yes, and we'll come back to what it means to be ready for Jesus. Mm.
0: Well, I guess, Phil, that's really the main point, isn't it? That the Lord is going to come back.
1: And we must be ready, ready for, for him. him. Yes, That's yes. It. yes. There's a, a possible point of confusion here which you need to think about for your people. Jesus tells us to watch for his return, but that does not mean that we should stop work. So we're we'll not to stand still and gaze up into
0: the sky as no. well.
1: And some people even in, in the, the early church were confused about this. In Paul's letters to the Thessalonians, He addresses this.
0: Some of them even gave up work didn't they? Their ordinary work, their ordinary employment.
1: Yes and Jesus doesn't mean us to do that and we must make this clear. So he wants us to wait for him but he doesn't want us to do nothing. In fact Jesus has work for us to do before he comes back. As we saw in verse 10 he wants us to take the good news to everyone in the world.
0: coming to the sermon itself, what are the points you would suggest we have?
1: The first is, no one knows. That's picking up from verse 32. No one knows about that day or hour. And we're really looking at uh, 32 to 35. Perhaps we could read those again.
0: Jesus said, no one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father be on guard, be alert, you do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight or when the cock crows or at dawn.
1: An illustration might help here. Imagine that your boss gives you a big job to do. And then he goes away. He promises to come back one day to see how well you've worked. But after a week, he still hasn't come back. Perhaps you begin to work less hard. After a whole month, he still hasn't returned. Somebody said that he was going to come tomorrow, but he didn't come. So now you only work when the weather's good. After a whole year, he still hasn't come. You think he'll never come back now. And so you rest and play games. You don't do any work at all. And suddenly, your boss comes back. What will he say to you?
0: Hmm. Yes, that's a very telling and challenging illustration, isn't it? But that's exactly what Jesus is getting at, isn't he?
1: That's his story, really, isn't it? Hmm. If we knew when Jesus will return... Then perhaps we would be ready, but we don't know when he'll come. We become tired. We forget to pray about it. We get on with the things of our own life. We think that he will never come, but he will come. And when he comes, he wants us to be ready.
0: Yes, as someone has said, Phil, isn't it? The only way to be ready for tomorrow is to be ready today. (laughs) That's Um, that's exactly right. Yes.
1: So as we try to apply this to our people, we just need to make that clear point that no one knows when Jesus will come and therefore we must always be ready. Are you ready today? And I think it may well be worth talking about those people who say that they do know. We don't want our people to be confused by them, do we? So We must point out that Jesus says that these people are wrong because no one knows. And so they cannot possibly know.
0: In actual fact, throughout the history of the Christian church, there have been numerous people who have predicted the date and the date has come and gone. It has. And they're false prophets.
1: They they were wrong. Yeah.
0: And some then have modified their view and said, well, he's come secretly. And well, Jesus says here he's quite open, isn't it? Everybody will see him.
1: Everyone will see him. Yeah.
0: Okay, so no one knows when the Lord returns. That's your first point. What's the second?
1: So be ready. And uh, there are two ways here that Jesus wants us to be ready. The first is watch. He says it many times, doesn't he, in these verses. Verse 35, keep watch because you don't know when the owner of the house will come back. And then verse 37. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. Jesus wants us to be ready and awake like a security guard. Perhaps it's night time and your property needs to be guarded and there's a security guard watching anything that might happen. And he'll see it if there's any movement, anyone who's coming. Jesus wants us to be ready and awake like that man. So what does that mean for us? What does it mean to watch? Well, a few things. It means to think and pray about Jesus' return. That's to watch. And it means to remember what Jesus says will happen, so that we're looking for the signs. And it also means to be ready for great difficulty, so that we're not upset when something terrible happens. We are to watch not to sleep how else are we to be ready well we are to work watch and work verse 34 jesus says it's like a man going away he leaves his house and puts his servants in charge each with his assigned task he's got a job to do so there's somebody watching but there's also working going on too What work has Jesus given Christians to do? Talk about that. And what work do you do for Jesus? Talk about that too. Perhaps some people don't really do very much for Jesus. Talk about the kind of things that they can do. And here's a question. Do you work well for him? At this point you could tell Jesus' story in Matthew 25 verses 14 to 13 the parable of the talents it's a very powerful story that Jesus tells it makes it clear that somebody who doesn't work is wicked and lazy and will face God's judgment and finally a final challenge are you asleep so easy isn't it to to get tired and go to sleep Have you forgotten that Jesus will come back? Are you busy with your own things? Then wake up, watch and work, and be ready for Jesus. The Lord's return is certainly a day every believer can
0: look forward to with eager anticipation, for we will see our Saviour and amazingly be like him, as the Apostle John tells us. Then we have every incentive to be prayerfully expectant of this glorious event. But we also know that if Jesus came today... So many millions of people would not be ready to meet him and therefore a fearful future awaits them. Surely this should fill us with compassion and drive us to reach as many people as we can with the gospel of God's saving grace while we have the time to do so. May the Lord find us serving him in this task with all our hearts. Well, there we must bring today's edition of Serving Today to a close. Thank you for being with us and we look forward to having your company next time. So until then, this is Derek French saying goodbye and may the Lord find us all ready when he returns. That was Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch you can email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk or find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. You can also search our back catalogue from our webpage, www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.